future Negro in this country is precisely as bright or as dark as the future of the country. This is why Frederick Douglass could say that emancipation for the Negro was freedom to hunger, freedom to the winds and rains of heaven, freedom without roots to cover their heads. And this type of thinking also will bring an end to the brutality inflicted upon black people by white people. It is the only thing that will bring an end to it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of This Is How We See It. I am one of your hosts for the show, Alex, joined by my co-host, the one and only Cam. Yo! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is going to be probably our last episode of 2022. So uh, if you're listening to this after Christmas, happy belated Christmas. If you're listening to this around New Year's, happy New Year's. Okay, so um, this episode, we're going to be reacting to a uh, YouTube video. It's going to be called um, uh, Black Female Jealousy and the Myth of White Womanhood. Cam brought this to my attention. BGS for women? Or Cam? What is most? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's by a YouTuber. Uh, his name is BGS Ibmore. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an interesting take. Some of the things that he says in here, like I've always suspected, um, but it was more of hearing it from almost the horse's mouth. But uh, we'll, we'll, uh, let's get into it. All right. Well, without further ado, we're just going to go ahead and jump in. All right, there is a very good sentence written by a black woman named Kay Lindsay in which she said, where the white woman is the sexual object, black women are sexual laborers. Yes. Uh, white womanhood has been the prevailing standard of feminine, femininity in this country. If you were beautiful, you had pale skin. And women have only gained by being beautiful. You had light skin, preferably light hair, you were gentle, you were retiring, you were sweet, you were chaste. Because of our historical position as black women, most of us were slaves, which means we worked as hard as any men on plantations. Then we moved into factories. Most of us were not pure because on plantations we were um, bought to be breeders and whores. We were not qualified for the pre prevailing standards of, of femininity, white femininity, so we were cast out. If you are a woman who does not fit women's standards, you're a piece of crap. So we were totally, we got none of the benefits of being a woman. They're double-edged benefits, but they are benefits. Money from wealthy men, so on and so forth. We got all of the liabilities. As, as I said before, we are on the lowest rung, even in a profession like prostitution, because we are valueless as black women so we were brought up outside the pale of femininity i'm gonna stop right there on that point right there um i'm going to disagree slightly um to that point because i think she is negating the intrinsic value that women in general doesn't matter what race creed religion whatever 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 you have 
there is intrinsic value that you have. Now, whether or not it goes beyond the surface level of your gender, you know, um, or your sex, however that conversation goes, um, whether it goes beyond, goes beyond that is up to whoever's viewing you. But the, the, the fact of the matter still remains that you do have intrinsic value as a woman. It's the reason why, you know, gentlemanly rules dictate that you, let's say, walk on the street side of the sidewalk. You see what I'm saying? Just in case a car jumps the curb, it hits you and not her. But that's but that's kind of like um, what I think she was getting at. It wasn't that you are valueless in terms of um, necessarily your gender. You were valueless mainly because of your race. That's and that where part she's I get. Getting, but that's what she's kind of getting at. To a white man or to any any man in general, back then black women weren't looked at not as not women they were the lowest form of woman does that make sense well yeah i mean we were the lowest form i mean hell i i even that we weren't even looking at but women women, really i i I concur but i think with that there comes certain dangers that men necessarily don't have to face which i agree with right where she talks about we had the none of the privileges but we had all of the burden burden right yeah when you had you know white slave masters raping uh black women and having them uh, like have children and think they got all the cons none of the pros right yeah they weren't, they so weren't or anything like that. right so in that sense i understand where she's coming from and this is where the reason why i think this is at the beginning of the video like this is because it shows where we came from where black women were to where we are heading towards and why black women feel the way they do in 2022. I get that. I get that. I do. I get that. It's just, I don't know. It's... And this is where I think Sister Shaharazad Ali brought up uh, uh, a great point. Do black women in 20... Well, at the time she said this, it was 1980-something. But do black women, and I would argue that this is true, do black women still resent black men for not being able to protect them during slavery? But Ooh. we weren't considered worth turning into useful men. You know, because what is a black woman? She's a woman and she is also black. We weren't as good as black men. And we were useless. We weren't good enough to, to be imitated white women. So we had nothing. We were total outsiders. Which is why, you know, economically, we're on the absolute bottom and psychologically, if you will, of the barrel. As I say, figuring out a theory that will embrace the paradox of fighting sexism, fighting the sexism of a group of people who are fighting racial and economic oppression from another group. It's a very interesting pyramid. It is black women being oppressed by white women who are also black women being oppressed by white women, black men, and white men. That is a situation that only non-white, if you will, black, Latin, so forth, Chinese women find themselves in. It is the kind of complexity that the white feminist movement has not yet in any way attempted to deal with. This comes from the negromanosphere.com and is written by Ron Wills. 
the best way to get a black woman. And I'm not going to read the whole article. You can actually go there and check it out for yourself. It's actually funny, but it actually has very, very good insights. And it's going to go along with the video that I just put up talking from um, or talking about the myth of white womanhood and Margot Jefferson uh, giving her take on white womanhood. I was in my local grocery store one day. I saw this fine ass sister in a working thought uniform. She was a nurse. Her weave was tight. Her ass was so fat you could sit, a, sit your bread on it. I tried to catch her eye and she looked right past the brother. I'm thinking, damn, I just had the barber bless me with a fade. I just shook my head and got some steamed shrimp because the brother wanted some shrimp. Ahem, I mean scrimp. I went to the self-checkout line because my grocery store didn't like paying checkout clerks. One of my buddies was working there ready to fix the machines when they broke, which was quite often. She's a white MILF and we're cool, so she was very touchy with me. That fat booty sister was there as well. I peeped that all of a sudden she was staring at me like I ate the last biscuit. I made a show of hugging my buddy and went home to eat my scrimp. That sister staring at me like, like that didn't surprise me. For as long as I can remember, many black women wouldn't pay attention to a black man until they saw him with a white woman. I would be on dates with black women and they would see a brother with a white woman and get mad. First, I would remind them that they were with me, and then I would ask if they would pay attention to the brother if he was by himself. The answer was always no. Black women are funny to me. They find creative ways to ignore a black man, but as soon as they see him with a white woman, they think they are in love. And pause right there. Let me, let me start off by saying, that's not the end of the post, but... Listen, that, if that doesn't show the pathology, bro, like, I have no vested interest in that man, but because another woman finds him attractive enough to be with, I have a problem. That goes back to me and you, dude, it's funny we bringing this up, actually. Yep. You, do you remember we were in high school? And I try to forget. You had gotten with a certain girl. I'm not gonna mention no names. And there was another girl who you had been friends with for years, years. You understand? Paid you no mind. Paid you no mind. You gonna have to refresh my memory. None of this has sounded familiar. Brother, you had just gotten with someone else, and magically, she developed feelings for you. And my thing was, okay, now you want them. Years prior, years prior, you didn't want anything to do with this man. You understand? Nothing. Not, 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 nothing romantic, no dates, no nothing. Now all of a sudden, you want him. Because another woman found interest in him mm -hmm. that's the same situation bro the only difference is the girl you was with wasn't white 
But it goes back to that forbidden fruit theory. We talked about this in like the first yeah, few episodes. We, the, we, we developed that in high school. The, the forbidden fruit theory, in case you guys um, have Recap. figured out, it's basically, it's basically wanting what you can't have because you're told you can't have it. Yep. That's exactly what it is. It's 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 founded in biblical principle. Every you got all you got the run of the mill of everything, but you want this one thing because you're told you can't have it. It's forbidden fruit theory. So tell your friends. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, I have literally heard women say that out their mouths. I've asked them, oh, I saw this, I saw this, I got so pissed, I saw this uh, black man in the store with this white woman. Okay, I mean. Did you find him to be attractive? Well, no. So why do you care? Why do you care? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. So I, you know, my stance on this whole thing. I'm not necessarily against interracial couples. Not, not, not really. Um, it's just, it's something that I, for myself, actively fight against. And the reason why is because as black people, our history is very sordid. You know what I'm saying? So like, I understand, and this is not a hotel talking point. This isn't a Muslim talking point. This is just historically speaking, right? I learned, you know, the whole thing about those who don't know their history are doomed to repeat it. I learned from my history. I learned from where we came from and how that whole thing tend to shake out. I'm not trying to be another Emmett Till because I whistled at a white woman and uh, all of a sudden, the next thing I know, I'm dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, like, so I, 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 I actively avoid those kinds of situations how, however I can. Now, I can't say that I don't have a knee-jerk reaction anytime I see a black woman with a white man. And the reverse is also true. I can't say that I don't have a knee-jerk reaction when I see a black man with a white woman, but those knee-jerk reactions are different for the different sexes. For the black woman, it was like, it's always like, you couldn't find you a good black man to settle down with? You had to go with Zaddy over here? Oh my God. <laughs> and then for the black man, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm always like, nigga, haven't you ever heard of Emmett Till? What are you doing? You gonna die. All she gotta do is yell rape one time, and that's the end of your life. I hear you on that. You know what I'm saying? But, so like, but, it's 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 literally a matter of self preservation. But I'm gonna ask you the same question: When you see them black women and you look at them, are they typically somebody you would go after? I wouldn't know. I'm talking I mean, about look wise. Look wise. Sometimes, yeah, dude. Sometimes, yeah. There listen. are there are some there are some that look like her, Bruh, I That look you. like her. And and for those of you who can't, I mean, I know you guys can't see this, but there's a thumbnail for the video that we're looking at, and it's a gorgeous black woman on screen. I have yet to see a black woman that looks like that with a white man. Typically, it'd be the undesirables, bro. And it's the other way. But this is my thing. Why? I don't care because I don't care. Like, well, you don't care because you got your. Well, well, no, it's not even that. It's like the idea of being mad at somebody else for finding somebody who cares about them like yo and, and, and this is and my thing and this is, my, this is why i can't be bad mad at passport bros i cannot be mad at men going places where they're appreciated i can't be mad at that and and do and that's you where the conflicting that's where the conflicting feelings come from right logically i understand you know passport bros i get that read the article ladies and gentlemen there's actually an article in the upcoming um 
magazine that's coming out that we're also sponsored by. There's an article about this. It's called How Did We Get Here? A Black Man's Rant. Read that article. We talk about this. So, uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, like logically, I get that. I understand that. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, we're still suffering. We're still reeling from the effects of slavery. Like Candace, Can, Candy Burris. Uh, remember that show? Uh, there was Candace a show. Candace Burris. Uh, you talking about from uh, Love and Hip Hop? No, I think it's the same dude Atlanta. that created uh, created uh, Blackish. I think. I think. It's that oh, dude. he had a show on Netflix, and every title was like, uh, "Why is this something?" Something like, "Yeah, because of slavery." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you talk yeah. about uh, so like oh. we uh so so like we're suffering like Kenya are we, Kenya Ken, bears Kenya bears that's it <laughs> so we are suffering a lot of trauma that was caused because of slavery you know what I'm saying like like, like I don't want to blame slavery for everything but the repercussions of that time period has never been fixed well we my- have been compounding and compounding and compounding. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so to to negate or abandon trying to fix that, it, it just don't sit right with me. Well, my thing is, is I'm not. I don't think you'll ever hear me say that there weren't massive waves, not ripples, waves from slavery. And as uh, Dr. Joy DeGru talks, uh, tra- trauma can be passed genetically. You know oh. what I mean? So Joy DeGray Joy for DeGray. I can never say her name right, but she uh, she she's the author and the um, the, the originator of the theory called uh, post traumatic slave, slave disorder. disorder. Look her up. There, she has a seminar on YouTube. Check it out. It's very inform- informative. Uh, we'll put a link into it down in the description. It's definitely worth a watch. But go ahead. But um, at a certain point, we have to start taking accountability of the actions that we do. So. A prime example of that and this is i think this video actually you know what i'm gonna save that i'm gonna save that well, until we get through the to, video and the only reason to why that point, to that point like taking 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 responsibility and accountability of our actions of today don't disagree i don't disagree but again like we said in a couple of episodes back we also have to understand the why behind everything. Like, oh, how yeah. the fuck did we get here? Oh yeah. If you don't, if you don't dig to that why and get to the root of that issue, you'll never like figure you'll out never exactly figure out how to, how to where where to cut where to cut like uh, in pruning. You know, I'm you know I'm into ikebana and you know yeah, yeah. that that sort of thing. I wish I had more plants in here actually, but I digress. You have to be able to prune, you have to prune the problematic stuff so the plant can actually grow and flourish. Yes. If, but if you don't find out where that issue is. How can you expect anything to live? You're just you're just watering. Not only are you watering the plant, you're also watering the the the, the problem. You got to get rid of the problem before the, so the plant can grow properly. First, you have to acknowledge there's a problem. There's also that. <laughs> there's a step before that. There's a step before that. <laughs> and I don't that. think we're. I think we're starting to turn that corner, though. Honestly, lately I've been seeing a lot of women actually say, "Yo, I have a problem." Like. There's something, there's something there. There's, there's a reason why I chase these traumatic relationships. There's a reason why I do the things that I do. Mm. And I'm starting to see more and more people come to that acknowledgement. That's the first fucking step. I Acknowledging mean, that something is amiss. I'll, so you I'll can never, then dig, so you can then get rid of the problem. I mean, I, I, 
I'm not in a position right now or the mental space to say her name out loud, lest I conjure her wrath or whatever have you. But brrr, BR, she, uh, she, she recently came to that conclusion. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, now I take uh, a little. You said you were never gonna mention her. I didn't. Ah, you, yeah. I didn't. Did okay. I? What? what you right. Did I you right. You who right. Did I not by name. <laughs> you right. Exactly. My point. Right. All right. He got technicalities. Technicality loopholes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was like uh, it's, it's it's like but yeah, to the point. Yeah, I I I mean, I never thought I'd see that day. Oh, I knew that day was gonna come. I just didn't know it would be this soon. I didn't think she. I didn't think her pride would let her outwardly admit that. Privately, yes. Outwardly, publicly, on social media, never in a million years would I have guessed that. Again, I thought it would come, but way later in life. Hmm. Later in life, I'm talking like 50s, 60s. Then she would have, bop, bop. Then I she could. Then, then she would have had enough time to stir, stir, stir in her juices. And then come to and be self-aware and be like, oh shit, I'm the fuck up. You know what's funny about that? Her idol still hasn't reached that point. Oh, shit. I know exactly. she just recently resurfaced. So it's just, it's actually kind of funny. Are you lying? She resurfaced? You didn't know? Bro, she recently resurfaced and talking mad garbage. That is a topic for another time, bro. bro. And that's what pisses me off is like a lot of these motherfuckers, like, and she's oh well man, in her fit. she's so in her this, early fifties. So I this think. young TikToker was going off on females, bro. Oh, I gotta show you the clip. You might have already watched it, but she was going off. I just recently. This is the thing. This is the thing. Younger, TikTok. the younger black women are noticing. This is the thing. They're noticing that millennials are fucking lonely and alone. They have no men. The Gen X didn't have hardly any men. That fucking Zennials didn't I mean, have hardly any men. Well, that's because the Zennial men. Think and now the alpha, women. now the alpha generation is going. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? But we called this. We called this. We, we did. said it was going to be a couple of generations. We that did. We'll have to take this L, take this big ass L, and then they're going to come in and 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 you know clean up and correct and correct course, course. correct yeah. But I said that shit a while ago. Remember I talking about Darwinism? I said, that you can't continue this way because you can't reproduce your... You can't reproduce. You're going to kill yourself off. You, you you can't... You can't... On one hand, say I don't need a man, right? And then on the other hand, like not have any seed or perpetuate the line that has your thinking. The fact that so many women are single and childless... They're going to die off. Their lines are literally going to end. I, I still don't see. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's statistics, but I don't I don't see that. I see a lot of single mothers. That's what I see. No, you see a lot of single mothers. That's what the media wants you to see. Actually, I think 49% of, I think all women are single and childless. Something so wild if like that. If, you, <laughs> if they are single and childless and we have a bunch of men who are single and childless, how are we not finding each other? That's what I'm trying to figure out. How the hell are we not finding each other? Because the there's 51% of so the so 54, singles out here because, without cheering. Because you got to understand, women outnumber us as, as a whole in the population anyway. 
right? I get that. So, so even if with the lower percentage, there's still more, more singles. Reason, which is all the more reason why I think that they, we should be hitting these single motherfuckers. That's, why, that's what was pissing everybody off with that stupid-ass article that came out. It was like, oh, men are lonelier than ever. Men are less of the population. If men are lonely... If you think you're lonely now... What the fuck do you think the women are? <laughs> like, it was so fun. Like, it was so, like, unself-aware. Like, dude, are you crazy? doesn't make any sense yeah single single women drastically outnumber single men just number wise in the population i'm just saying I, my, my my issue is my issue is and i'm probably just being redundant but my issue is it's like if all of these single people you're in the same damn pool what's stopping y'all from getting together you know what's where's, stopping where's, them where, where, we already covered that home? unrealistic like, expectations yeah, uh, but I'm like, the games the bullshit women leave 80% of relationships same speed ahead I don't know I'm just a sucker for hope oh ain't that just such a happy display it sickens me get the fuck out I'm just that sucker that's just holding out for hope you know what I'm saying like we like I don't think in our generation that this is gonna be fixed this kind of thing is gonna be fixed but oh shit though millennials are done we're pushing 40 yeah uh, I think the but... oldest millennial is 40 we're screwed. We're screwed. I, I just can't wait to see the the look on the women's faces who did the uh, freezing of the eggs thing, and they try to and they try that shit and it don't work. And that's another thing, like, cause that's who, that's who the biggest this? regret of a lot of exers, bro. Like the freezing of the egg, that shit. That was a lie. People don't talk about the, the failures. Again, they only post success. Well, and, and then on top of that, like even even in the success, they, nobody tells the average woman who this stuff is being marketed to how much this cost. It's ten thousand dollars a try. It's not even just the cost. Pat, uh, succeed or fail. Ten thousand dollars per try. Per try. So it's the cost. It's whether or not it succeeds or not, right? And then even if it succeeds, you also have a higher rate of having your child be autistic. You also have a higher rate of your child having some debilitating disease. You, dude, no one talks about the failures. They only talk about the success. Well, Holly Berry had a child. That's one woman out of a hundred million. It's a level of ineptitude that borders on the imbecilic. And I mean that in a very caring way. But that's what we're saying. It's like they're, they're banking on these random celebrities. But again, nobody posts their failures. Like, uh, Gabrielle Union came out recently talking about that. She had a young child, right? No, 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 no. I'm bringing her up. Because unlike most women, she actually talked about her failures. The miscarriages. The fact that IVF didn't work at first. She talked about that shit. But see, here's the the issue. Here's the issue that is the biggest problem that I see. You know, because you know I'm all about the whole media thing, right? So here's the issue that I'm having. uh, Like, this, 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 this message is being put out there like in vitro fertilization and all that other stuff and freeze your eggs and whatever, whatever, whatever. And your 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 litmus tests of success or failures happen to always be celebrities who can afford multiple tries. Oh yeah, of course. Like this just that's that's that in and of itself is unrealistic. Dude, I got like, a fr- I got I literally have a 10, friend right now per try. And most most people don't even have $500 for an emergency. To cover in an emergency. Hell, millennials are barely able to sustain their life now. You got $10,000? 
Just lying around the blow. Just lying around? <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, but this is the thing, though. Again, dude, I got a friend right now who is struggling to get pregnant. She's married. Mm-hmm. She waited. She's in, she's in her 30s. And she is struggling to get pregnant. And they've already been tested. It's not him. And it's sad. It's sad, man. It's sad. And we it's like, keep it's pushing like that, it. And we keep pushing it back. And motherfuckers are fighting biology. And it's like, bro, like, oh, did you hear about the? Speaking of fighting biology, I know this is kind of off. Well, we've been off for a minute because yeah, it, this is, I know this is kind of off. But there was a recent study that came out. Um, and if I can find it, I'll post it. But there was a recent study that came out. Um, no, not even a recent study. There, there was a, a TikTok that I saw of a nurse who does the stuff who who actually helps you know oh women that yeah, uh, yeah fertility transi- no, no 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 we're talking about transitions uh, oh so she came out and said something that i hadn't even considered it wasn't even a thing that i had even thought about right so she was like uh for all of you people who are encouraging these kids to undergo transgender surgery pre-puberty you're damaging the kids in the long run because these these the uh, uh, hormone suppression and uh, doing this before they re- the, especially the girls um, before they reach their period and all that other stuff who are transitioning over the boys. If you do that and they decide to change their mind later on, you leave them infertile. So even if you stop the treatments after you've reached your puberty age and all that other stuff, even if you stop the treatments and you decide that you want to continue on as a woman, you can't have kids after that. These are the kind of informed decisions that are not being told. And I guarantee you that TikTok got buried somewhere because I haven't seen it restitched or whatever they say. I haven't even seen it on YouTube after the time I see it. I don't even know who it was. It came and it, and it went just as quick as it came. And it's just like, this is information, this is, this is information that needs to be out there. Dude, probably because they took it down. No bullshit. That shit is owned by the Chinese government, bro. Oh. <laughs> they probably oh, took that, that down. That was another thing. That, that was another thing that you told they me. Can't, can't, can't let the fucking truth get out there. They try to poison the minds of motherfuckers, man. No, you know what? This is, you know what this is? You know what this is? This is, uh, this is the Red Scare Part 2. This is the Red Scare Part 2. And the reason why I say this is because what we're what we're experiencing currently, especially with TikTok, is, is concerned. Like, because we know again, I'll, I'll link the the YouTube videos in the description. But from uh, from what we know about you know how the kind of content that's filtered over there versus, oh, versus what's over filtered here. over here, <laughs> yeah. right? What we're looking at is information warfare. Yeah. Yeah. Where they filter out, and this is no this is no bull. They filter out all of the nonsense and the transgender talk and, you know, all the stuff that's going to make you uh, waste time on TikTok over there. Right. And they they the kids over there see more scientific TikToks and mathematical TikToks and things that's going to help them grow mentally and, you know, things of that nature. Whereas over here, we get all the bull, all that bull, all the trash. Oh yeah, there was news articles written about that when that came out, right? Um, so yeah, and, and and as I have shit, even Biden came out and said to stop using TikTok, bro. Ooh. And as <laughs> and as as a media as a media Matter guy fact, as a as a media guy, right? Media plays a very important part 
into how we sh how we shape our opinions of the world, how we outlook on the world. And if that's all you're if that's all you're looking at, and that's the repetition and repetition is the mother of all learning. If that's all you're looking at, no wonder, <laughs> no wonder our society is getting dumber, weaker, and lazier because we're wasting our time on nonsense as opposed to doing anything that's going to strengthen us. I hate to sound like Bo, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's worse people I can sound like, <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing we're not doing anything to improve ourselves. We're literally grasping at um, attention. Yeah, we've, we've for the most part become attention whores. Yeah, the FCC is trying to get TikTok removed from all the Play Stores, from all the App Stores. Really? Yeah. Now that's interesting. That came out this summer, man. There was articles put because the world governments figured out what was happening. Mm. The kids are all on this shit. They're all getting fed one specific thing. China is banning people off TikTok like that nurse. That's posting those type of videos talking about a counterpoint, right? Right. That doesn't come up in the feed because it either gets taken down or the uh, channel gets banned. Well, and I thought I noticed that only certain things are allowed on TikTok for Americans and everyone else. Right. But in China, that shit is not the case. That shit never sees the light of day in the first place. Exactly. So that's, again, it's information worth for it. And who are they targeted? American. No. American youth. Uh, kids. They're targeting fucking because children less, because they'll be less likely, um, especially if you're if you're funneling inclusivity and all that other stuff and world peace and kumbaya and unity, which I'm for. But you know, let's let's be honest. Within the not realm everybody, of reason. Yeah, within the realm, not everybody's gonna be your friend. Not everybody. Like, come on. But I mean, the history of the world. Let's let's just the history of the world will tell you enough about that. All music that you heard today was provided by EpidemicSound.com. Today's feature artist, Duck Maw. That's D U C K Maw, M A W. You can find more of Duck Maw's music on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Deezer, and Napster. Please support independent artists. Happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, and happy New Year's. See you guys next year. Thank you for listening. <laughs>